So yeah, it's the off season. I ain't gonna lie, this feels like a slow week, but that doesn't mean we don't have a little bit of content to talk about. We'll dive into some Eagles news, explore the quarterback position, and talk about Chris Sims and his butthurt attitude towards Jalen Hurts. All that and more on this week's episode of Second and Fifteen. What's up, everyone, and welcome to Second and Fifteen, a Philadelphia Eagles fan podcast. This is your host, Michael Roscoe, and like we're about to defeat the Huns, let's get down to business. We're going to discuss some brief Eagles news, take some inspiration from the Eagles news website and talk about the quarterback position, and end it with some details about our good old friend, Chris Sims. Starting off with some Eagles news, the Eagles signed running back Tyrion Davis-Price from the 49ers practice squad. Additionally, the Eagles signed tackle Tarion Kennard from the Chiefs. Now, at this moment, these appear to be camp body signings as these guys have played a combined two games this past season. Now, this is not me necessarily undermining their performance. I just believe that there isn't enough experience to justify keeping them on the active roster come week one. On the other hand, the Eagles have a tendency to not throw money at running backs, so for Davis Price, his chance may be a little bit higher than Kinnard's, but I'll go more into our running back situation in a future episode. Lastly, backup quarterback Marcus Mariota's contract is up with the Eagles, and it'll cost the Birds around $3 million in dead money. Not too bad, but money talks, and we could use all the money that we get. With Mariota out, Tanner McKee is quarterback number two as he goes into his second year in the NFL. McKee definitely made good impressions in the preseason. I talked a lot about this in the beginning starting days of the podcast. And he was able to beat out Ian Book for the QB3 spot. And with all this quarterback um, stuff that we got going on, we're going to dive into this week's main topic, the quarterback position. The reasoning behind talking about the quarterbacks is looking at kind of what's going on in the news with the Eagles right now. It's a little slow, you know, just some practice squad or camp body signings. Um, we're not at the combine yet, so all you know, all these mock draft stuff are coming out, but they don't mean anything until the actual draft. Um, but I know a lot of like news outlets for the Eagles, um, some independent streamers, podcasters, whatever. We're talking about the quarterback position a little bit recently, so I decided to give a little bit of my take on it as well. And obviously, the, the majority of this conversation will be about Jalen Hurts. So let's go ahead and dive right on into it. So starting off, it's obvious our QB1 is Jalen Hurts. Let's take a look at his overall 2023 regular season stats. So his overall pass completion was 65.4%. He had 3,858 passing yards ranked 14th amongst quarterbacks, 23 TDs, ranked 13 most amongst quarterbacks, and 15 interceptions, which was third. That's not a good stat. He was only behind Sam Howell and Josh Allen, who took the lead this year for most interceptions. With all that talent, I'm kind of surprised that he was the interception leader, but I mean, look at how a lot of quarterback seasons went. It's possible. Anything's possible. 
In his rushing stats, he had 605 rushing yards and 15 rushing touchdowns, but he had four lost fumbles, six fumbles total. So the reality of the situation is, is that Jalen Hurts actually had a great season. I think behind all the criticism and the bullshit with the coordinators and the terrible defense and everything that happened with the Eagles, he had a great season. But the reality of it is it was not up to the level of his 2022 campaign. He's faced a lot of criticism based upon this year's results as he was looked at the beginning of the season as an MVP frontrunner again in the league, especially after signing that five-year $255 million deal. Criticism was given across various areas such as reading ability, hesitation, fumbles, and decision-making. Hesitation, decision-making kind of fall under the same thing, but I think in different scenarios, it plays out differently. So how did we get to this point with our quarterback one? Now, a lot of people might say it is the coordinator, and a lot of people might say it's regression. A lot of people might say it's something different, you know? But here's what I believe happened to Jalen Hurts this season slash what got him into the position that he is. First topic, disconnection and a shitty play caller. To me, there just seemed to be a less fluid connection on the team. I'm not saying that the connection is totally broken. It just needs a little WD-40, you know? My honest opinion about Hertz is yes, there were many instances of deficits in these subject areas, especially with interceptions and fumbles. It, it was frustrating, I'm not going to lie. But that doesn't mean that those should be the main focus and that we should completely disregard the many positives that he had this season. However, I attribute a lot of these areas of need to a weakened connection that I believe has occurred across the team. It's been reported that Jalen Hurts and former offensive coordinator Brian Johnson were, quote, rarely on the same page, which is a huge problem when it comes to performance. As a QB, if you don't have a solid connection with your play caller, your physical and mental performance are going to suffer. This then creates a domino effect in the sense that the QB and the rest of the offense. Your quarterback is your leader, and if he's having problems, it's going to impact the whole team, especially the offense. And the center of it all was Brian Johnson. If I'm being frank, I think that he was the majority of the problem. I feel like Brian Johnson cared more about his reputation than helping Jalen Hurts continue to be an MVP candidate. For some godforsaken reason, Brian Johnson is being looked at for head coaching jobs. And I feel like that he had a feeling that this would happen in the beginning of the season for the upcoming 2024 season, especially if the Eagles had another massively successful year like they did in the 2022 season. With the transition to Kellen Moore as our offensive coordinator, it'll be another change that we'll have to have an adjustment period for. But I like the focus that Kellen Moore has for Jalen Hurts, which is to make him the dynamic player again. He sees Jalen's talent. More importantly, he sees Jalen for Jalen, which Johnson didn't seem to do in my opinion. Diving into my next reason for how we got here is something I call the contract curse. Now, I believe I've talked about this in another episode way, way earlier in our season. 
but Jalen falls into this category this year. To me, I believe that the curse is the season after slash kind of during, during, it really depends on when it happens. After signing a huge multi-year, multi-million dollar contract, you either get injured, your performance dips, or both. Look at Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert, Aaron Rodgers, Daniel Jones, Russell Wilson, Deshaun Watson, Kyler Murray, the list goes on, people. It's like being on the cover of Madden. You know, you have a dope-ass year, you're on the cover of Madden, and then you get fucking hurt the next. I don't know what this whole thing is about, like, in the sense of why this shit just happens so much. Look at how many quarterbacks signed huge contracts, and look at their performance from the prior years, and how many of them got fucking injured, you know? There's something about a huge contract that just fucks with a quarterback going into that next season. If someone can figure out why this shit happens, that would be great. Next reason, injuries. Everyone was losing their shit about Jalen's knee injury, even after he was still performing well. However, that doesn't necessarily mean it didn't impact him. If I had a dollar for every time I heard Jalen Hurts and knee injury together, I could probably pay off the mortgage. Obviously, a knee injury hurts, but I think it became a cause for Brian Johnson to be more conservative with QB rush plays. I mean, except for quarterback draws. And that definitely had a an impact, you will. He had great performances, but I imagine that Johnson's conservative mindset definitely had an impact toward what would eventually be the collapse. The next reason, change between coordinators, new endorsement deals, all these commercials, etc. The man had a lot on his plate and a tremendous amount of expectations and change. That can be overwhelming and difficult. More so with the coordinator changes, you got to build a whole new connection, which we'll have to do again this season, with your coordinator, your play caller, and that's tough. But I do like the direction that Kellen Moore is heading into with basically his priority being Jalen Hurts, which I hope facilitates a deep connection easier and faster and that this change process doesn't have the same result as what we just saw. Okay, y'all, now we're going to talk about our current QB2 just, just briefly because our current quarterback 2 is none other than Tanner McKee. The sixth-round pick out of Stanford last year impressed coaches with his arm strength, agility, and pocket-passing abilities. He remained inactive for the majority of the year, which makes sense with a third-string-slash-developmental quarterback. Obviously, he doesn't have the regular season stats to talk much about, as well as we still have free agency and the draft to look into. His fate as an Eagles player does depend on these factors. Personally, he's a great fit for the QB3 position. I think continuing to develop him under the Eagles coaching staff, he could be a solid backup option. There's a lot of quarterback-free agents, though, such as Tyrod Taylor, Ryan Tannehill, Jacoby Brissett, etc., that the Eagles could look towards. However, cap space can be an issue in these types of situations, and we have many more important roles to fill, so we'll just have to wait and see what it entails for Tanner McKee later this season. Alright, just like last week, I'm going to end this episode with another rant, this time about our good old friend Chris Sims. 
I don't know what this man's beef is with Jalen Hurts, but it's fucking annoying and undeserved. Sure, Hurts wasn't perfect this past season. Yeah, a lot of people have talked about that. Trust me, I fucking know it. But he wasn't as bad as Sims is making him out to be. If you don't know who I'm talking about, Chris Sims is a former NFL player turned sports analyst for NBC and a notorious Jalen Hurts hater. Sims has been in the media lately for his remark about Hurts, saying, quote, I think Jalen Hurts is the most overrated player in the league. The most overrated player in the league? Are you on crack? This man also always leaves Hurts outside his little top 40 list. You don't even have him in the top 40? I mean, for fuck's sake, just this past season alone, Jalen Hurts has beaten Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, Matthew Stafford, Tua Tagovailoa, and Dak Prescott. All wins against all those good-ass quarterbacks. And you want him? You want to put Jalen Hurts outside a top 40? I don't know how this man has any credibility as an analyst. He's got no room to speak about Jalen Hurts' talent, let alone quarterback talent in general. Let's break down Sims' MVP career stats that he has produced in his five years as an NFL quarterback. And I hope y'all picked up on that sarcasm. Because, of course, I'm being sarcastic because his stats are trash. Over the course of five years, his overall pass completion rating, 58.1%. 3,165 total yards, passing and rushing, over five years. Let me let me rephrase that again. 13 total touchdowns, again, pass and rush, and 18 interceptions. Jalen Hurts has put up better numbers in one season than Sims has put up in his entire fucking career. Hurts has a better pass completion rating, better overall rating, Better rushing yards, more passing yards, more touchdowns. The only thing in life right now that Chris Sims has more numbers in than Jalen Hurts is DUI arrests. And you know what, Chris? You can have that. I can live with the fact that Hurts has better football numbers than you, but you have more DUIs than he does, you jackass. If anybody is overrated. It is Chris Sims by a whole fucking galaxy. So Chris, keep Jalen's name out of your fucking mouth. Welp, just like last week, we end on a rant. I hope you guys enjoyed this week's quick little episode. Again, not a whole lot of different news this week, but I hope you all enjoyed this little segment for this week. Uh, Looking into next week though, The 2024 NFL season combine starts by the time that next week's episode airs, actually. In that episode, we'll look at positional needs and a few players to watch as they go into the combine. But as always, if you reach the end of this episode, thank you so much for listening and supporting the show. If you want to continue to support the show, you can find us on social media on Instagram at secondand15. That is 2ndand15. And you can also find us on Facebook with 2nd and 15, a Philadelphia Eagles fan podcast. If you want to listen to other episodes of this podcast, you can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, 
Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, Player FM, or wherever you get your podcasts by searching Second and 15, a Philadelphia Eagles fan podcast. And don't forget to like, share, rate, subscribe, do whatever you can to help us be able to produce more episodes and more Eagles content for everyone. So once again, thank you, everybody. I hope you go into the weekend with positive vibes. Remember to stay fly like an eagle and go birds.